Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News. Tuesday, April 13th, 2021. Stand up for your country. So um, I want you guys to uh, start spreading the word again that um, our coverage here on the No Spin News is important and much, much different than what you're getting on television. If you want to make a comparison, you know that. Uh, But we need to get the word out. Uh, It's spring and a lot of things happening in America. So we're getting in today with President Biden's schedule. As you know, we do this every day just to show you exactly uh, what he does. And he has two things on his schedule today. At 11 a.m., he paid his respects in a congressional tribute for U.S. Capitol Police Officer William Evans. Remember that he was killed by some insane guy who uh, drove his car into him. Uh, so that's a good thing. At 11 a.m., the president does that. 2 p.m., uh, the president and vice president meet with members of the Congressional Black Caucus, and I'm sure they discussed the Dante Wright shooting. And that's it. That's all President Biden did today. Uh, that's a little bit more than he does on most days. He had two things to do instead of the one thing that he usually has. Now, uh, I was on a radio today and I was uh, talking about this, about that no matter how you cut it, President Biden's schedule is scary light. It's scary. But there's a reason, because he's in his diminished capacity. He just can't do much more than three things a day. And I, I haven't seen three things on his calendar in a few weeks. So it's either one or two things. All right, let's get to the Minnesota situation. So uh, the police officer who shot 20-year-old Dante Wright has resigned. All right, Kimberly Potter on the force in Brooklyn, Minnesota for 25 years. She's out. Now, her explanation is that she uh, grabbed her gun instead of her taser. All right. Uh, I don't believe that Kimberly Potter woke up in the morning and said, I'm going to go out and shoot an African-American. That would be suicide to do that because Kimberly Potter could be charged with involuntary manslaughter, involuntary manslaughter. She could be charged. Whether she will be or not, I don't know, but she could be. So uh, Officer Potter, former Officer Potter, basically said she made a mistake. And if you look at the uh, tape that came off her vest cam, and I have, I've looked at it very closely, she seems overly excited. And it looks to me like her adrenaline took over and she fired her weapon without even thinking. All right, whether she thought it was a taser or what, I, I don't even know. She was yelling taser. But, you know, I, as I said, I, it's a pretty big difference between a, a pistol and a taser. But anyway, I'm not going to do that because I just don't know her state of mind. I do know that this uh, 20-year-old, Dante Wright, should be alive today. Because when you, you stop someone, all right, and you run him in the computer, which is what the police did, all right, and he tries to escape, well, you know where he lives. You know about him. Okay, now you can choose to chase him, but shoot him? No, not on a traffic stop. And furthermore, the police knew that Mr. Wright had an outstanding warrant for a weapons charge. Now, you're never going to hear that in the mainstream media. They will never tell you that. 
but he was supposed to appear in court for having a legal pistol, and he didn't show up. So there was a warrant out on him. Now, that makes his situation a lot more serious than just an expired tag. Again, the media will not report that. They refuse to tell you the truth. I'm not justifying anything as far as Mr. Wright's concerned. I'm an officer on the scene. He flees, all right? I make a decision on whether to chase him. I never shoot him unless he's got a weapon and is shooting me. Because I know if I do and he's unarmed, my whole life's over, as is former officer Potter. Her whole life is done. All right, so the reaction to this, and the police chief, by the way, in Brooklyn, Minnesota, um, Tim Gannon, he has to resign. He's out. The city manager is out. And neither the city manager or Chief Gannon did anything wrong. But they have to be sacrificed for the mob. The mob is there in Minnesota. All right. And the mob wants blood. Pardon the pun. Okay. So there is a curfew in place. Uh, Governor Walsh, 7 p.m. to 6 a.m. Last night, I'll show you some pictures here. um, The crowd did not obey the curfew. And um, it wasn't a a terribly violent confrontation, but the police scattered the crowd before it could get uh, out of control. Forty people arrested overnight. All right, the Minnesota National Guard is there, 500 guards people, and 13 arrested in Minneapolis, which is about 12 miles away from Brooklyn. So Minneapolis, they're waiting the George Floyd verdict, and if it doesn't go their way, they'll riot in Minneapolis. This is all pre-planned. The Black Lives Matter people have pre-planned what they're going to do, okay? Just reporting the facts. Now, there are people encouraging violence. The first encouragement comes from Minnesota Congresswoman Rashida Tlaib, a true loon. And I I use that word, L-O-O-N, literally. This woman is a loon. Put her statement up. Quote, it wasn't an accident. Policing in our country is inherently and intentionally racist. Dante Wright was met with aggression and violence. I am done with those who condone government-funded murder. No more policing, incarceration, and militarization. It can't be reformed. So this is a sitting congressperson calling for abolishment of police, military, and incarceration. You know, I, I mean, I don't have to tell you anymore. And, and people in Minnesota voted for her to hold a responsible office. Okay, another gross piece of irresponsibility was heard on The View. Roll the tape. This is domestic terrorism of the black community. When you talk about uh, Duante Wright, uh, he was shot in the shot by police officers for an air freshener violation. He had air fresheners hanging from his rear view mirror, and he was pulled over for that and was shot and killed. Okay, that is just not true. So this is the Disney company. This is ABC News, who employs that woman, Sonny Hostin. Ms. Hostin, in my opinion, hates America and despises the system that she believes is run by white people. She hates the police, all right? 
And anybody who supports the police or America in general, she despises them. This is who Disney is paying every day to go on and spout this stuff. And it's not like Sonny Hassan is popular. She isn't. She put out a book and no one bought the book. It was a tremendous failure. Okay? And why is she on an ABC News program? Now, I'm not calling for her to be fired. I don't do that. Ms. Hassan has a right to her opinion. What I'm saying is, why is Disney paying her? Why? I'd, I'd like to know. There are thousands of journalists who would like to be in Sonny Hassan's spot. Is it a competition? Is it a meritocracy at Disney? Why do they want her? The View is a hate fest, an anti-American program. Is that what Disney wants? Now, you know I've been on The View, what, 15 times when Barbara Walters was running the show? And this is an insult to Ms. Walters, a true pioneer in the broadcast industry who aged out. She created that program. Barbara Walters does not want The View to be a hate fest every day. But apparently the Walt Disney Company and ABC News does. And it's not like the show gets boffo ratings. It doesn't. It does maybe two million. That's nothing. You could put anybody in there to do that. So my question again is, what are you doing, Disney Company? It seems in every radical area, you're there. The Disney Corporation is in every radical area. What is this? I would like to know. Okay. So summing up in Minnesota, um, we uh, are very, very sympathetic to the family of the 20-year-old. He should be alive today. That never should have happened. Sonny Hassan is telling you it's about air fresheners. It's not. He had an outstanding warrant on a gun charge. That's why they took him into custody, and that led, because he didn't, he resisted and fled, to the shooting. That's the truth Sonny Hostin lied to you, all right, and to her employers, Disney. I was in this business on corporate media for 45 years. If I lied to the audience one time, I would have been fired, okay? All right, in Georgia, three police officers were shot. Okay, in a chase, a car chase. This happened yesterday. So about 3.30 in the morning, two men were going 110 miles an hour in Georgia. Aaron Shelton, 22, and Pierre Shelton, 28. The police rightfully put on their lights and were going to give the men a speeding ticket. Well, the men shot at the police. And three of them were hit. Three officers. All the officers will survive. One of the guys was killed. Aaron, I believe, was... No, Aaron's in custody. Pierre Shelton, 28, was killed by police. Now, these men are African-American. But none of the media would say that or stated that. Should they? It's a tough one. It's a tough one. But in the context of what happened in Minnesota, when you have three police officers in Georgia shot by two African-Americans, 
you might want to tell the whole story, as I am telling you right now. It's hard. I don't like the skin color thing. I don't want to demonize the African-American race by every time there's a crime committed by a black person pointing out that it's a black person. I don't think that's right. But here we have context. The police everywhere, all 80,000 of them across the country, know there is danger every day. That's not to excuse anything. You have an unarmed motorist, you pull over, and the guy or gal bolts, you don't shoot him dead. Okay. There was another incident in a Tennessee school where a student, I don't know what color, because they won't say, um, killed a police officer. Um, they, um, you know, the student was killed. The police officer is in surgery. That happened yesterday, too. Dangerous country. All right, let's get to politics. So Joe Biden, he wants $2.5 trillion for infrastructure. Now, that's a ruse. Everybody knows it's a ruse. This money will be, if it's okayed, will be used for civil rights, gun violence, climate change, education, medical research. A very small part of it will be used for infrastructure. But the Biden administration, oh, this is all infrastructure. We've got to rebuild America. It's, it's not true. It's a bunch of bull. And Biden knows that the Republican Party knows it's a bunch of bull. But he wants to try to reach some compromise. Roll the tape. Last week, I said that once Congress is back from recess, I'd get to work right away because we have no time to lose. So here we are. Democrats and Republicans will have ideas about what they like and what they don't like about our plan. That's that's a good thing. That's the American way. That's the way democracy works. Okay, fine. Um, The way democracy works is that you before you go out and spend almost six trillion dollars money the United States doesn't have. Right. Remember, we owe 27 trillion, soon to be 33 if you do the math. Um, and, and you threaten to raise taxes on all affluent people and corporations. Before you do that, you might want to consult with the opposing party. <laughs> no. OK, so um, this is socialism. And we're going to get to that. We have a good guest on this in a moment. Now, Biden, does he know what socialism? He'd never admit it in a million years. I don't know if he knows or not. I think he's diminished, as I said, but I don't know what he knows. Now, a Marxist American, uh, the leader of the Black Lives Matter Global Foundation, one of my favorite persons, Patrice Chan Colors. I don't know where the Chan came from. Last time it was just Patrice Colors, but now it's Patrice Khan Colors. Okay, so she uh, is a teacher. She's a teacher at Otis College of Art in L.A., all right? And she runs, along with two other people, the Black Lives Matter Global Foundation. And she's a Marxist. She says it. I mean, Patrice is not misleading anybody. But somehow, um, she just bought a home in Topanga Canyon, north of Los Angeles, for $1.4 million. There it is. And Topanga Canyon is 90% white. Not a lot of... um, African-Americans in Topanga Canyon. She's got three other houses. 
Now, she just signed a deal with Warner Brothers. Nobody knows what that deal is. So maybe they gave her a pack of money. And if they did, then that's fine. But if she's a Marxist, I don't know why isn't she giving that money to the people? Uh, are we all going to go and to Panga Canyon and be welcome there? I, I, that's what Marxists do. You know what? Everybody had share the land to share the land. That's Marxism. No private property. But Patrice Cullors is four houses. That's private property. Um, I thought it was pretty interesting. And then we uh, took another look at the Black Lives Matter uh, Global Foundation funding. $90 million last year, corporations and individuals sent to BLM Global Foundation. $90 million. You know what their expenses were? $8 million. Well, let's do the math again. That means $82 million is floating around. Hello, Topanga Canyon. <laughs> okay? It's not illegal. She could say, oh, that's my office. I'm going to work out of uh, Topanga Canyon. Not illegal. And the money goes not directly to BLM. It goes through the Tides Foundation, which is this far left outfit that funds all the other far left. Because BLM Global Foundation is not tax free yet. So this is a labyrinth of stuff to dodge taxes. To dodge taxes. And Colors doesn't pay taxes on the 82 million left over. She just buys a house or four houses. Okay, so this is what Marxism has come to. I asked my staff to dig up the recent poll on socialism. I don't believe the poll, but I'm going to say it to you anyway. The Hill put it out. Um, 971 registered voters. Um, Do you believe in capitalism? 62% say yes. 43% say no. That adds up to more than 100%. So anyway. There's a substantial number of people who want socialism in this country. I don't think that is uh, false. I think that's true. Let's bring in Cheryl Chumley. Now, Cheryl put out a book last year that I read when it came out. It was, it's called Socialists Don't Sleep. Christians Must Rise or America Will Fall. Cheryl is also the online opinion editor for The Washington Times, a conservative newspaper. So first of all, Cheryl, why do Christians have to get involved with socialism and capitalism? Thank you for having me, Bill, and great question. And of course, it's not simply Christians to save America from socialism, but I believe that Christians have the long-term saving uh, graces. And mostly because if you look at what Christians are taught, that they have an individual relationship with Jesus based on gifts that God gives you at birth. And part of your mission in life as a Christian is to go forward and to uh, exploit, for lack of a better word, those talents. And it's all about the one-on-one relationship. It's not about putting government in between and doing everything that you do in life for the good of the state. It's all about glorifying God. And the second big reason why Christians are in a a great spot to save America is that Christians recognize that humans are born into sin. And that automatically makes them reliant on a higher power for their moral compasses. And part of the reason our nation is where it's at right now, uh, falling due to political scandals and corruption, is because people in the culture don't look to a higher power for their moral compass. Okay, but is socialism immoral in your opinion? 
Are you committing a sin if you are a socialist? Um, I think socialism is immoral because it puts government at the top of your priority list, where it should be, as a Christian, God. Okay. Is Joe Biden a socialist? He's certainly uh, signing off on all the socialist programs. He wants the government to run pretty much everything. Is he a socialist? Do you think he knows where he is in this uh, economic arena? You know, in my book, I talk about the problem with socialism in America is that we all get hung up on socialism with the capital S, labeling something socialist versus not socialist. And the problem is that we do that and we engage in these scholarly debates, but we forget it's the small s socialism, the principles of socialism that ultimately bring about the larger card-carrying socialists in political office. So you can call Joe Biden a socialist or not a socialist, but what I see is the bigger problem is that he is advancing steadily socialist principles and socialist agendas into America's politics and economy. Well, I said yesterday on this broadcast, as a historian, I've analyzed his first two and a half months, and he's by far the most radical left president in the history of this country. Uh, FDR would be second, but FDR is not even close. So I just wonder whether in his diminished state, President Biden even knows how crazy left he's become. Do you have an opinion on that? I don't think he does. I I think Joe Biden, his mental uh, faculties aren't at 100 percent. I think that Joe Biden was brought into the White House as a puppet for the far left, which really describes most in the Democrat Party nowadays. I have a chapter in my book that analyzes and compares and contrasts the Democrat Party platform with the Socialist Party platform and the Communist Party platform, and they are essentially one and the same. So whether Joe Biden understands and acknowledges that he's forwarding and furthering socialism in America, I doubt it, but the far left that's pushing the agenda through him, they surely do. That's right, and my analysis concurs with yours. Final question, you're in the media, I get this question all the time. The media is enabling America's move to socialism. And these are the biggest companies, Disney, Comcast, um, CNN, which is run by AT&T. I mean, do they want the capitalistic system torn apart, in your opinion? I think so. I I truly do. Why would they want that, though? It goes against their profit in, you know, their profit motivations. You would think that in America where the capitalistic system is supposed to shine. But if you look at what's going on on a global scale, you have what's called the Great Reset from the World Economic Forum, where they want to redefine capitalism and base it not so much on profits and profit margin, but instead on social justice causes. And if you look at how that's trickled into America in recent months, Coca-Cola versus Pepsi rushing to put out there who defends the Black Lives Matter movement more. Just look at what the corporations are doing, all the wokeness that's going on now. And you can't seriously say that these companies are in it for the money. Well, I don't think they're smart enough, these CEOs. They certainly aren't uh, intelligent enough to really know what the big picture is, in my opinion. Cheryl, thank you very much. The book is Socialists Don't Sleep. You might want to check that out. We appreciate you helping us out tonight, Cheryl.
It's another morning, and you're all set for work. You grab your coffee, head out the door, and your car decides today's the day it won't start. Panic sets in. You're not just late, you're stranded. Get ahead of unexpected car repairs before they strike with CarShield, the most trusted vehicle protection company. For almost 20 years, CarShield has saved millions of drivers from repair nightmares with low monthly plans that cover up to 5,000 major parts and systems, like pricey transmission and engine engine repairs, and check engine light mysteries. Visit CarShield today at carshield.com slash carlson. Plans include unlimited miles, 24-7 roadside assistance, help with flats, lockouts, and rental car options. Save 20% and get a free quote by visiting CarShield online at carshield.com slash carlson. Don't wait for the next surprise. Choose peace of mind with CarShield. Go to carshield.com slash carlson and save 20% today. Okay, let's get to your money, your cash. So this comes from uh, the American Payroll Association. All right, it says 74% of all Americans live paycheck to paycheck. Do I believe that? No, I don't. I think the number is lower. The study also says that the average American household has $5,300 in the bank. Do I believe that? No. I think these are depressed stats. I don't know why, but I I just don't believe it. I could be wrong. I don't have stats, my own stats, to back up my skepticism. The median income in the USA is $63,179. Do I believe that? Yes. That's, That's in stone. Okay, so the average home in America, including your mortgage, has a debt of $135,000. And that makes sense. Uh, Average credit card debt, about $7,000. If you have that, try to get that down because you're paying outrageous VIG on it, outrageous interest rates. Um, People are worried about money, and the pandemic has hurt that. So now I'm going to give you uh, some O'Reilly advice about your money, about your future financially, because money is power. The more money you have, the more protection against evil you can buy. Now, you're never going to buy random stuff. Somebody decides to shoot you in the head while you're walking down the street, no money in the world is going to save you. But if you have assets, you can hire good lawyers, good doctors, good accountants. You can build a fence. You can have a house with good security. So money is power. It protects you. But most people don't respect money, and and the schools don't teach about money. So I'm going to give you a very simple example. In my town, there's a coffee place. All right? See this coffee cup? This not too big. Now, how much does this cost? Take a guess. How much does this cost? $5.50. Okay? So Starbucks is around that. All the chains are around that. And the people in there all the time buying this stuff. There they are, five bucks and 50 cents. Now take a look at this. This is Paul Newman coffee, all right? This is the same cup. You put this in the little uh, individual coffee maker and you'll get pretty much that. How much do you think this costs? 80 cents. And this is better, the Newman coffee's good, than that. This is 80 cents. You buy a, a package of them in any grocery store. and. Newman, he's deceased, Paul Newman, but his operation donates all the money to charity. And they have popcorn, and it's good. 
So 80 cents, 550. So people, they want what they want when they want it. I got it. I understand it. But they're just throwing money away. You're just throwing it away right out the window, setting it on fire by impulse buying, by not disciplining yourself. Now, I don't drink alcohol. I've never taken a drug in my life. I never smoked in my life. I don't do any of that. I'm boring. I'm a boring guy. I admit it. And how much money I saved in my life by not drinking, not smoking, not taking drugs? Millions of dollars. Millions of dollars. You go to a restaurant now, upscale restaurant, you order a drink, it's 10 bucks. You order a glass of wine or a bottle of wine, $50, $60 for the bottle of wine. Okay? So if you're drinking on a regular basis and uh, 70% of American adults are drinking on a regular basis, that money is flying out the window. Now, I'm not telling you to be a teetotaler or not have a cocktail or a beer, whatever you want, or a glass of wine. I'm not doing that. I'm just saying the amount of money spent on this stuff is colossal. All right? This is cash after tax dollars. And now the socialists want to take more of your wages. They'll buy into this. Oh, if you earn less than $400,000, you are not going to pay any bunch of garbage. It's a lie. Look at your gas prices as Biden come in. Everything is going up once that tax rise passes. Everything. All right? So that means the 550 cup of coffee is going to be six bucks, six and a quarter. So you've got to discipline yourself about the money, not be cheap, parsimonious, word of the day, parsimonious. Okay? No. You got to say, do we? What's a smarter way to do this? You get little coffee cups. They're cheap. You do your Newman. You pour it in. You put your cap on. You go where you want to go. And you save time. You don't have to go into the stupid coffee shop and stand on a line with a counter person who doesn't speak English. <laughs> I mean, you know. All right. So if all Americans were disciplined in their spending, we wouldn't have all of this insecurity, financial insecurity. All right, let's get to the cancel culture. So Victor Davis Hanson is a brilliant man. And I've, I've said that before. He's the only columnist in the United States better than me, in my opinion. How about that for humility? He's good. And the guy is, is right on it. So he's basically saying that traditional conservative Americans, all the things that you used to admire are being woke. Roll the paper. But uh, I think we're in a radical, what, what's the word, recalibration, Seb? Because all of the institutions mm -hmm. that conservatives look toward, the corporate structure, uh, Wall Street, uh, the military, um, as we see now with the boycott and the ch in Georgia and the change of venue of the All-Star game, that's changed. Especially baseball, football, professional sports, uh, entertainment. These American pastimes and conservative traditions have all been woke now. That's true. And it's primarily because of the players. The players are woke. The owners, the managers, the coaches are afraid of that. So now they're woke. All right, COVID. So there are six cases out of seven million of blood clotting after the Johnson & Johnson vax. 
six cases, all women, seven million jabs given. The government's stopping the J&J. This is what bureaucracy and government-run stuff leads to. So the government is really in charge of giving out the vax. Wasn't in charge of inventing it. That was private. Okay. Newspapers. They're dead. They're not coming back. Um, is that a good thing? No. I, use, I still get them. But what I read is the only pages that I trust are the Wall Street Journal editorial pages, not their news pages. News pages are left. Editorial pages are pretty solid. Okay, let me give you the stats. Wall Street Journal circulation down 19%. This comes uh, from the Alliance for Audited Media. All right, now some of this is because of COVID, but not much because you would think if you were inside, you'd want a newspaper delivered, right? No. Wall Street Journal down 19%, USA Today down 60%. Why? It's a socialist newspaper. I read it in Florida last week for the first time. I was horrified, horrified of what USA Today has turned into. That's Gannett, 60%. Bye, you're not going to be around much longer. New York Times down 12%, Washington Post 9%, LA Times 10%, New York Post down 15%, Chicago Trib down 3%, Newsday, my newspaper on Long Island down 4%, but nobody reads Newsday anyway. Now, why are they all gone? Because all of these newspapers, with the exception of the Journal and the New York Post, are far left. Now, they make some money on the Internet. These papers are surviving on the Internet because they put their articles on and you got to pay if you want to read them on the internet. But just the newspapers themselves, gone. This day in history, April 13th, 1949, the Nuremberg trials end in Germany where Nazis were put on trial. 12 Nazis sentenced to death. Three life imprisonment. Four long prison terms. Three found not guilty in the Nuremberg trials. But many of these killers, these heinous awful, evil, and you put in any word you want after evil, got away. And I write about that in Killing the SS. And 72 years ago today, the Nuremberg trials came to an end. All right, I'm going to take a quick break, then I'm going to back some mail. And then uh, the final thought is my health. I've got some pretty big news coming up. Hey, guys, it's Vivek Ramaswamy here inviting you to listen to my podcast, Truth. We just relaunched it after the campaign, and we are already riding up the podcast charts. Here's why. I think that hard, in-depth conversations about the tough issues is the only way we're going to get this country back. Because make no mistake, we are currently in a war for the future of America, and you cannot win a war unless you're willing to speak the truth. If you want standard conservative talking points, this podcast is not for you. But if you want to go deeper and hear the conversations you're not going to find anywhere else, the conversations that will challenge you, that will challenge me, then subscribe to Truth with Vivek Ramaswamy on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And I promise you, you're going to cover terrain that you're not going to hear elsewhere. Okay, so let's go to the mail. Paul Butko, Sarasota, Florida. Bill, once again, the media is destroying America through the Black Lives Matter movement doing it successfully. Does the media not realize when the ship sinks, 
they are on board. That's what I just asked Cheryl, all right? But I think that the cocktail parties and these CEOs wanting to get um, invited and all of that, want to be accepted by the movie stars, the athletes, that's overridden common sense. Lisa Concierge member, which means Lisa gets direct contact to me in email form. And I hope you check that out. It'll help your life. I guarantee it. Mr. O, do you think our country would be in the state that it is in such a short period of time? No. I'm I'm surprised that Biden is behaving the way he's behaving. I am very surprised that he has gone this far left. John Bombarger, Holtzdale, Pennsylvania. I canceled my Major League Baseball subscription. All MLB had to say was, we have a contract and we're going to stay in Georgia. But then they wouldn't have been virtue seeking, would they? That's what it's all about, John. But you canceled and I'm sure thousands of others have as well. Jerry Groin, Libertyville, Illinois. Today, after discussing our portfolio, in lieu of the response to the Georgia election by some corporations, my investment advisors sold all my shares of Delta Airlines. Okay, that's the way you can make your protest known. Mark Ray, Houston, Texas. So I guess it's racist when you have to show an ID to pick up tickets at the will call box for baseball games. That's what it's all about. All of these um, election law controversies, Georgia, the left does not want ID. Canada has it. Mexico has it. Many countries in Europe have it. The left does not want ID. So the logical question is why? Why don't you want voters to show an identification? Why? Oh, it disenfranchises. Oh, they don't have it. It's all bull. In every state, get an ID free. All you do is request it. Don't have to pick it up. They'll mail it to you. Why does the Democratic Party and the far left not want voter ID? That is the question. Deborah Rivard, Rancho, Rio Rancho, New Mexico. I was down there for a show with Miller. You have mentioned twice now about the view in the Muslim mosque at the site of the Twin Towers. Whatever happened to that? No construction company in the New York City area would build the mosque at 9-11 at the Twin Towers. Nobody would build it, so it didn't happen. And that's thanks to me, I think. Jerome, concierge member, thank you, Jerome. Before I give a dollar to charity, I asked how much actually goes to the cause. I'm shocked by what I find out. Charity Navigator, very reliable, very honest website if you wanna know where your money's going to charity. Tom and Priscilla Happel, Highlands Ranch, Colorado. I want to thank you, Bill. Your honest reporting of our daily news helps us find answers and direction. You are a lifesaver for us. Well, I appreciate that. We try. Once again, we want you guys to spread the word. We need you to spread this word because we don't have the big marketing money to go out. And a lot of people don't know we're here, even after all this time. It's crazy. Uh, Michael Luaza, West Covina, California. Bill, I became a premium member a couple of months ago, received a free copy of Killing Crazy Horse. I don't usually read books, but I started to read yours, and now I'm hooked. Very interesting history, and I was never taught any of this in school. Well, I appreciate you buying and reading Killing Crazy Horse. If you order Killing the Mob, Michael, you get 50% off Crazy Horse. You might want to give Crazy Horse as a gift, and you will like Mob. Three weeks from today, it is out. Three weeks from today, Killing the Mob comes out. What are you going to learn? How JFK became president thanks to the mob. Huh, how about that? 
how Sonny Liston threw two fights to Muhammad Ali. Two, how the movie industry was dominated by organized crime. And I Love Lucy, remember that show? Desi Arnaz, Lucille Ball's husband. Giancana in Chicago took a contract out and was going to kill Desi Arnaz. All of that and much more. Killing the mob. Pre-order on BillOReilly.com. Get 50% off Crazy Horse. Word of the day, do not be pawky. P-A-W-K-Y. Back with the final thought about my health. Recession and inflation are here. Gas, housing, and everyday goods are up, way up. And you want to be ready for any situation. So what would you do if there's no food on the shelf? Arc Heirloom Seeds are here to help. Did you know 99% of seeds sold today can't reproduce? With Heirloom Seeds, you only have to plant once. Then you can grow year after year, giving you and your family stability and security because things are getting crazy out there. Our all-in-one seed kit provides everything you need to grow your own food. This premium seed kit has a over 65 varieties, 50,000 seeds in stores for 15 years. You'll also get our exclusive seed guide to make growing a no-brainer. Arc Seed Kits is a family-owned and operated business and the most trusted name in the nation for over 15 years. Our mandate is to get heirloom seeds into every home in America. Go to arcseedkits.com today and get free shipping by entering promo code podcast. That's ARKSeedKits.com, promo code podcast. Get your seeds, get prepared, get growing. ArcSeedKits.com. Okay, here's a final thought of the day. So on December 2nd, 2020, I said this. So my blood sugar is high. I knew it. I knew it. It's hereditary, but I eat too much junk because it tastes good. I like ice cream. I like uh, the little muffins. I got to cut it all out. No more sugar. And I did. So yesterday I went back in for the blood test and everything's fine. I'm like a model now for my age. So how did I do it? Well, I replaced. So the drinks, the soft drinks, the fruit drinks, orange juice, iced teas, Snapple, all of this stuff loaded with sugar. More sugar than you can believe. Just look at the label and see how many grams. A little thing of Coke, like 30 grams of sugar gone. And I replaced it with this drink, and I told you about it, and then now one of our sponsors called Trio, T-R-E-O, and water. Okay, so I got, the, I got the Poland Spring. So between the Trio and the water, I'm fine. I'm hydrated. And the Trio didn't have any sugar. It's an amazing drink. And then I replaced the desserts with products from Skinny Dipped. One word, skinnydipped.com, I guess. I get them from the store and they're delicious and they're just as good as the sugar desserts and I don't have much sugar at all. And I didn't, I knocked out the bread and I only eat sourdough bread because sourdough bread doesn't turn to sugar and boom. And I have more energy. My suits fit better. The Terra dog, I'm dragging the Terra dog now. She used to drag me. So I'm telling you, sugar can kill you leads to diabetes, causes all kinds of problems, obesity. You can knock it out like I did. It's not that hard. And once in a while, you can have a, a, you know, an ice cream or something like that. But bring it down. This is like the best tip I am ever giving you. Thanks for watching. We'll see you tomorrow.